You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. And welcome back to the show. Boy, uh, Amherst has been hopping in terms of, uh, well, in terms of everything, but certainly in terms of the schools. And uh, we are very fortunate to have school committee member Jennifer Shaw with us today to sort of illuminate what's going on in the search for a superintendent and getting the community involved. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So I, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I have to ask, for those of us who are not Amherst residents, could you please explain all these school committees in Amherst sure. and what they're responsible sure. for? Sure. Sure. So in Amherst, we have three elementary schools, and those three schools make up the Amherst School District. So those are just within the town of Amherst. We also have a regional middle school and a regional high school. The middle school and high school draw students from four towns, Amherst, Pelham, Leverett, and Shutesbury. And that's called, it's considered a regional school district. So Massachusetts has these regional school districts that draw students from more than one town. That is a separate school district from the Amherst School District. There's two, there are two different school districts, even though all the schools are within the town of Amherst. So there's an Amherst School Committee that oversees the elementary schools. And then there's a regional school committee that oversees the middle school and high school. The regional school committee has school committee members from those four towns including the five Amherst members. So it has five Amherst members, two members from Pelham, one member from Leverett, and one member from Shutesbury. So to add to the complication, our superintendent is superintendent of the Amherst Elementary Schools, the regional schools, and Pelham Elementary. So that's actually three different school districts that our superintendent is superintendent of. And so and when it comes to hiring decisions and evaluation decisions of the superintendent, those decisions are made by the regional school district, the, the regional school committee, and that committee oversees the middle school and high school, and then something called the Union 26 Superintendency Committee. Union 26 doesn't have anything to do with employee unions. It's called the Superintendency Union. And union superintendency unions are created when a superintendent is oversees more than one school district, which ours does. So the, the Union 26 School Committee represents the Amherst Elementary Schools and the Pelham Elementary School. And the, those two um, school districts are represented by the Union 26 Superintendency Unit, Union, sorry, Superintendency, yeah, Union. And the Union 26 School Committee and the Regional School Committee jointly two separate committees oversee the superintendent position. It's confusing. It took me like several years of paying attention to figure it out, but basically that's how it works. Don't worry, listeners, there will not be a test, <laughs> <laughs> but it is confusing. Dan. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to ask Jennifer uh, about the hiring of the new superintendent. Uh, can you tell us what, how uh, the school committee has gone about in the hiring process? You've created a community group in order to vet yeah. the applications. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, sure. So for me personally, it was really, it was and is really important to me that this superintendent search be very transparent to the greatest extent possible and that it has input from the community about what the community wants to see in our I, new superintendent. I do, I do not We've wanna, gone through a lot. In I'm Amherst. sorry, Jennifer. I don't really want to interrupt, but I think that we have to. I think folks know that, I think we have to revisit what's happened in the past. There was a superintendent uh, during that tumultuous uh, raging period where as a result of a graphic article by students claiming that there was bullying of LGBTQ and trans kids at uh, in the schools in Amherst that what happened was the superintendent took a mental health break. Superintendent Michael Morris, I believe was his name, came back. Um, he then resigned 
Um, there's a temporary uh, uh, superintendent now, and it's in that context that you think that the community has made it really clear they want a transparent process. Is, do I have that right? Yes. Yes, that's absolutely right. Because of what's, what all that happened last year and, and the difficult period that we went through, the community, I, I, it, the community w has demanded and would demand, and it's really important to me, that the community be involved in, 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 the, in the search process for a new superintendent. So um, the process that the, I'm going to say the joint committees, because it's two school committees that are overseeing the superintendent position. The process that the joint committees came up with and agreed to includes a 20-member search committee. Now, that's a lot of people to be on a, any committee, but we decided we want to err on the side of more inclusivity and more diversity. So a 20-member search committee made up of parents and guardians of students. We're going to have two high school students on the committee, um, uh, employees of the district, both teachers and non-teacher employees of the district. There's going to be one school committee member on that on that search committee and just members of the community who are interested in being on this search committee. So the search committee's job is going to be to review all of the completed applicants for the position. And anyone who completes an application, their material is going to be viewed by this search committee. The search committee is going to view all completed applications decide which applicants to interview, to have an initial screening interview for, to interview those candidates, and then choose a number of finalists. Once the search committee chooses a number of finalists, they will forward those finalists to the joint committees, and then, this, then the search committee's job is completed. Then it's the joint committee's purview and decision to, uh, to interview the finalists and then to decide who to make an offer to. But that initial screening and interview and selection of finalists is going to be done by this 20-member community search committee. And I'm curious to know, who who gets to select this 20-member uh, uh, group uh, committee? Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Good question, yes. So we designed a form, an online form and a paper form for people to fill out to express their interest in being on the committee. And the form had a number of categories that people could check that apply to them. Um, and there were 40 categories. So it was like a school parent, school employee. It had things like identify as Asian, identify as Black or African American, identify as Hispanic or Latinx, um, and, and um, identify as a special needs parent, uh, sorry, parent of a special education student, identify as a person with a disability. What else did have in it? We, we had things like experience living with poverty. Um, we had a uh, native speaker of a language other than English. We had many different categories on this forum that people could check off that, that if they applied to them. And then our goal is, so people applied. We actually had 57 applications to be on the committee, which I was thrilled by. We did a, we did a decent, um, a significant amount of outreach to our community to let them know that this opportunity existed. We sent out emails to various groups. We put up flyers at the library. We had the form available in Spanish Portu and Portuguese in addition to English. We did a lot of outreach to make sure people knew this opportunity existed. And we had 57 applicants to be on this 20 member search committee. So then um, the process that we're, that the process is to select 20 people such that all of the categories are represented by at least one person. And people's identities are intersectional, right? Like I'm, I identify as Asian and I'm a high school parent and I'm an Amherst resident. Um, so one person can check off more than one box. But our, uh, our uh, goal is to have all of the boxes, all of the categories represented by at least one person. And 
Other than that, other than making sure there's representation of all those categories, we're gonna, it's gonna be random as much as possible. So we're gonna randomly select names out of a hat such that the categories are all filled. It's, 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 both, it's both an art and a science. Um, it's complex, but also the, the, the simple uh, goal is to have all of the categories filled by at least one person. So I just wanna understand this, the school committee will pick names out of a hat and just to make sure that, okay, this person among is gonna include 50. among the 57. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, yes. We didn't literally write names and put them in a hat. We used we used technology to, to do <laughs> okay. the random selection, but yes. And the names haven't been decided on or voted on yet. That's going to happen next week on Tuesday, January 23rd. The school committee is going to... Um, it, uh, so there's a subcommittee that has already done this randomization and has already come up with a list of 20 names, but this joint committees are going to approve those 20 names on Tuesday, January 23rd at our scheduled meeting. So in terms of getting back to the search for a superintendent, so the, the resume, there'll be postings all over the place asking for people who might be candidates for the superintendency to apply. And then these, uh, this committee of 20 will screen that. What role will the school committee play in, yeah. in that process? Good, good question. So the search committee's job is to screen the candidates and 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 interview the initial screening of the uh, initial can of all the applicants and then they're going to select a number of finalists the but the search committee doesn't have the ability or the purview to like pick someone that is the job of the school committee that's a state you know it's a mass general law the school committee has the purview over that so the school committee is going to receive the, the names of the finalists and then the school committee is going to take it from there and that's going to happen in like February, March, April time period. The school committees will then bring the finalists to the community to have um, public sessions and a public interview and have meetings about the candidates. And then the school committees will ultimately decide which finalists to offer the position to. But Buzz, may I ask a quick, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, no, go ahead. Uh, I, I wanted to know how difficult you think this process will be in finding a new superintendent. Well, that, that's what I want to amplify. I want to amplify Dan's question. That was my question, which is right now East Hampton is looking for a superintendent. At the end of 24, Greenfield is is going to be looking for a superintendent. Right, Buzz, and if I can build off what you're just saying is, and the issues of front confronting Amherst schools, despite all the amazing things you have going for it, is really, really challenging. Especially the background yeah. of what happened last year. Last year with the, the LGBTQ students, plus the budgets estimated anywhere between 1.8 million, 1.9 plus there's an elementary school that is going to be uh, have to be built and the costs associated with that and managing and, and that project. And perhaps the, I mean, it, it sounds like a wonderful process, Jennifer. I applaud the school committee. I applaud all those people who want to serve in this capacity and the search committee. At the same time, as a superintendent candidate, it's a lot to go through. It might be a lot of interviewing. It might be. Yeah. And you're really looking for somebody who has a lot of experience in managing, I think, all of these projects and community engagement in schools. So could you forecast for us what a candidate would be thinking, Jennifer? That the, These are all great questions. And you've, you've all brought, <laughs> you've brought up um, a lot of interesting things that are going on in our district. So I'm backing up for a second. We have this search process, right? But we also have hired an executive search firm. To, to manage the process and to do the proactive recruiting of candidates. So we know that East Hampton's looking for a superintendent and there's a, low, a, a Union 28, which is an adjacent um, uh, uh, superintendency union is also looking for a, a superintendent. There are many superintendent searches going on in Massachusetts. And I feel like the, the 
pool of qualified candidates in Massachusetts is probably pretty small for the number of superintendent openings there are. So we are intentionally hiring an out-of-state um, executive search firm to do a nationwide search. So they have a list, of, they have a database, they have contacts, they have networks, so that they're going to be posting the position and pushing it out to their consultants all over the country and proactively seeking out candidates to apply for this position. Um, I, I do think that I do think it will be challenging. I also think that like this is a great opportunity for the right person. I feel like there there are people out there who would see Amherst come here with eyes wide open, see all that we are and all that we have and all that's going on and see it as a, a challenge and an opportunity to do some really great work. I mean, just as an example, you know, you're not the first people who have asked why would anyone want to come to Amherst? <laughs> that's definitely a question that that we've gotten before. But just as an example, in the in last year's school committee election, it was a contested race. There were seven candidates for five seats. And you, you might you might also ask, why would anyone want to be on the Amherst School Committee? But you know, more than we had it was a contested race. We had more candidates than seats. So I think it's gonna be it, it I'm I'm not um, I'm not naive and I and I don't think it's gonna be easy, but I do think that you know, using the search firm that we're using, who is very experienced, I think that we're going to find some great candidates. Well, we certainly have some great people in the school committee in, in Amherst and people who really care deeply about our children and our community. It's a very special com community, Amherst is. We have the our state universities, our flagship campus is there, and we have uh, Amherst College, and uh, it, it's, it is a wonderful place to live and to work. We're going to come back with Jennifer Shaw of the Amherst uh, School Committee to talk more about the search for a superintendent and getting the community engaged in the process right after this. More Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on WHMP. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. We continue our conversation with Amherst School Committee member Jennifer Shaw, and I would like to ask you directly, to go back to this question about hiring the superintendent. I appreciate there's a search firm, nationwide search firm involved. I, assume, I appreciate the process you're going through. It still leaves me with the question, any experienced, competent person who you would want, looking at how Amherst's uh, political situation unfolded in this fight last year, looking at this, why would someone say, okay, I, I can ignore all that because there are, well, all these good things about Amherst. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> um, I can't say that I, I can be in the mindset of, of someone who might want to do that, who, who, someone who might be applying for this job. But I, I mean, I think instead of, I think we can turn it around and not assume that someone would not want to come because of the reasons we've been in the news or because of the negative things, but that they would want to come because of all the wonderful things that the district has to offer. We have a dual language program and elementary school that's gonna be expanding hopefully to, to higher grades. We have great staff and students who are very engaged and involved and passionate about, about what they do. Um, and, you know, I think that you might look at what's happened and think that's terrible. Why would I wanna to go to a district like that? But you might also look at it and say, um, I used to be that kid. I used to be that kid that was bullied in middle school for my identity or for my sexual orientation or for my gender identity. And I wanna make things better for, for those students. So um, I, 
I still remain confident that we're going to find the right person who comes here with their eyes wide open and sees it as an opportunity to, um, to do some real good. Um, Jennifer Shaw, for those who will not be among the 57, among the 20 eventually chosen to be part of the search, um, how do they give, how do other residents and citizens of Amherst get an opportunity to say what they think uh, should be considered in a new superintendency or in the schools generally? Yeah, great question. So we're holding a series of community input sessions about specifically about the superintendent search. We've held several this week and there are five more next week. Um, and it, at these community input sessions, the uh, people are going to be asked four questions about what they want to see in the next superintendent. So they're going to be asked what's great about living in your area, what's great about your school district, what challenges will the next superintendent need to um, need to deal with? And what characteristics do you want to see in the next superintendent? And any member of the public is invited to attend any of these sessions. They are almost all online, but there will be one in person on Saturday. And there will be one in-person Spanish language session on Sunday, January 28th. And you can find out about these sessions on the ARPS website at arps.org slash S-U-P-T search. Say that again. A-R-P-S Amherst Regional Public Schools? Public Schools. Okay. Yes, it's so confusing. Yeah, dash S-U-P-T search. Yes. So that information is going to be compiled and summarized and presented to the search committee and the school committees so that those two bodies, which will be making decisions, will know what the community is looking for. And also the information that's gathered about what's great about your community and what's great about your school district will be shared with candidates so that they know when they come to Amherst and to the Valley, all of the, all of this area has to offer. And will one of those meetings be in Spanish as well? Yes, there will be one Spanish language session on January 28th. It's going to be both in person and by Zoom. Well, I think if we look back at the at, uh, the controversy uh, over the last year and a half, so much of it involved people feeling that there wasn't a transparent process. So it really is kudos to you and your colleagues on the school committee that are trying uh, in every way possible to make it more transparent. I, I think it's really important that that you're doing it. In, and so one more time, tell people what they can do to get involved in these community input sessions and where they can go to, to find out how to participate. Sure. You can join one of the community input sessions to give your input on what you'd like to see in our next superintendent at arps.org slash S-U-P-T search, arps.org slash SUPT search. And all the sessions and Zoom links are listed there. And Jennifer Shaw, if people want to watch the school committee at work, how do they do that? Um, good question. <laughs> if you go to the uh, arps.org website, you can find a link to the school committee, um, the school committee's uh, website um, where you can find information about um, all of our meetings. Um, you can and uh, you can find links to the meetings and see, look at meeting agendas and meeting minutes. Well, I think Jennifer Shower is so grateful that you joined us today to talk about the superintendency search. Um, we also are going to want to talk about the budget shortfall today. We don't, uh, it's a little bit premature, but uh, uh, Dan, you were saying almost $2 million, right? Well, it's the estimated. They don't know. And then there's some ESSER funds. I've, I've been doing some research on that. So, yeah. Uh, and more to come on that probably by the end of February and March. They'll have a better figure. Am I right about that, Jennifer? Yeah, it is a little preliminary right now. I think you're I think you're in the, the right ballpark in terms of the, what the shortfall is going to be. We don't yet. We haven't yet seen what the plan is or what the proposed plan is for well, addressing will, it. But there will be more to come. And it will be made. There will be public budget hearings. that, that We'll certainly be budget. following that. Thank you so much, Jennifer Shaw. Thank you so Thanks. much. 
all of you for joining us on Talk to Talk today.